Houston Alcoa football fans and family. Alcoa enters the 2021 season seeking its record extended, extending 20th state football championship in school history. In 2000 or 2020, the Tornadoes finished 14-1, defeating Milan in the 3A state championship game, 35-0. Coach Gary Rankin, the state's winningest coach, enters his 16th season at Alcoa and 40th winning season at least one cha state championship in their career. And folks, we're going to have to take a break in just a minute as there is a moment of silence on the field and we are getting ready to do National Anthem. Sorry to cut it short, but we'll be back in just a moment. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O-Construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. Again, welcome to the 2021 football season, Alcoa fans and family, and Alcoa enters this season seeking its 20th state championship. It defeated Milan last year as it ended the season with a 14-1 and record and a 19th state championship. It defeated Milan in the championship game 35 to nothing, and you know what that means. We mercy ruled it. Coach Rankin is the state's winningest coach, and he enters his 16th season at Alcoa and 40th season overall. Since Rankin's arrival in 2006, get this, Heath, no senior tornado has graduated without winning at least one state championship in their career. Ray County enters the 2021 campaign with championship ambitions. The Golden Eagles, coached by Mark Pemberton finished 10-2 in 20 and lost to state runner-up Oak Ridge in the second round. Since Pemberton's arrival in 2013, Ray County has 
had four 10-win seasons and seven playoff appearances, including the semifinals in 2014. A program in rich in tradition, Ray County has finished as state runner-up twice in 81 and 85, in which they defeated Heritage along the way at, with Andy Kelly at quarterback and has made five semifinal appearances. Ray County opens the season with 3A state championship Alcoa and 4A state champion Elizabeth. Elizabethan both on the road in the first two weeks. And Heath, their work is cut out for them tonight as they meet a state defending champion in the Tornadoes who are young this year, Heath, with only 12 seniors and a really roster-laden junior and sophomore squads. But Heath, this group once again is very, very talented. They absolutely are, Marty, as this team comes in with something to prove as this defense lost a lot of talent off last year's team. You think about Isaiah Cox, Camden Burden, Greg Carroll, Luke Summerall. The list goes on and on as you think about some of the key players, Tank Jackson, that helped highlight this defense for Alcoa last season that made them the staple of the team. They lose some of their defense. Their offense, I think, gets a little bit better. So, an article earlier this week talked about it, Marty. Major Newman comes in with this young defense with something to prove. He wants to show that they're just as dominant and just as ready to go, but he knows at the end of the day, you got to show it on the field. Major Newman's at a new position this year, Marty. The star linebacker has been moved to safety to help out in the secondary after losing Isaiah Cox, who is now at Cincinnati. And now you look, too, at a younger linebacking core. Aaron Davis will highlight the linebackers this year. And also another name to look out for, a young sophomore, Braden Cornett, who we talked a lot about on the kickoff team later in the season last year, was a fast young man who made impactful hits on special teams. He's going to get an opportunity at linebacker tonight. Indeed, and Alcor will have a lot of new faces and we'll have to learn these rosters very quick. We have given it a once over here and there, um, but Alcoa is going to be very good. This, this team may have a different philosophy and personality. They may be a little bit more run-laden this year, we've heard, rather than pass-oriented. And the defensive line is really going to have to make up for some immaturity in the secondary. Heath, this Alcoa team seeks its 20th state title. And it is probably the odds-on favorite in 3A to do so. Yeah, Marty, this team is coming in very strong. You look at both of these teams. Ray County, Marty, brings back a quarterback in Caden Martin and a sophomore running back in Ethan Davis, who both had a lot of playing time last year. Caden Martin, the starter as a freshman, completed 73 of 142 passes, 1,098 yards, and 10 touchdowns last season with 131 yards rushing and five TDs. Where you look at the running back, Ethan Davis, as a freshman, 128 carries, 974 yards, averaging 7.6 yards per carry and seven touchdowns. On top of that, you've got a quarterback and a sophomore, or a quarterback and a running back who both played and started as freshmen, now they're here as sophomores with a little bit more experience. And what comes in front of them? Four senior offensive linemen who have been playing together for a while. So they've got some help up front. 
And that wing T offense is ready to roll and give this young Alcoa defense some fits tonight. And that's the offense that Coach Rankin spoke of last week during the preseason show when he said it was a bit unorthodox. And Heath, you've heard me say several times, I absolutely despise the wing T offense. Um, if you don't have a lot of talent offensively, it's, it's a good way to play misdirection and try to make up for the lack of speed on the outside or, or whatever you're missing. But it's also an offense where if you have one bad play on first or, and second down, more specifically a loss of yardage on either one of those downs, you're behind the chains and you're forced to do something you're not comfortable with doing, that's throw the ball. It also works to a disadvantage if you fall behind. And Alcoa is extremely good at making teams chase as the game goes along. Yeah, it's going to be something that's going to be difficult if they find themselves in a deficit to get back quickly as they do a lot of misdirection, a lot of running the football, and they eat up a lot of clock. It's not necessarily something you're going to see a two-minute drill come out of. So it's going to be difficult, but they do have some experience on their side. I think it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. I, I want to say, Marty, that we've talked about this before. Alcoa usually, other than Maryville, Mercy rolls a lot of teams by half. With a wing T offense that chews up a lot of clock, I don't necessarily think we see that tonight. Uh, I do. I think it's going to probably be uh, by midway through the third, late third quarter, I think it will be in a mercy rule format. Um, I think Alcoa will force Ray County out of their um, wing T set. They'll still run it, but they'll have to throw more from it. And I believe that will cause a lot of mistakes, and Alcoa will – sprint away with a victory here at Goddard Field. As we look down on the field, it looks like Ray County has won the toss and have elected to receive, and they are wearing their white road jerseys with green numerals over white football pants with green trim, and their helmets are a Kelly green with a Philadelphia Eagles type of wing on the helmet. Even more reason to not like them. On the home side of the field, the Tornadoes will be wearing their home maroon jerseys with white numerals outlined in aluminum over maroon football pants and their traditional aluminum colored helmets with maroon face mask and maroon logo on each side of the headgear. Heath, we're moments away from starting the 2021 season. Uh, last year was strange. The stands weren't at capacity all the time, not so much tonight as Alcoa has filled their side of the stadium. Yeah, both of these teams getting ready and the Alcoa Tornadoes coming out of the blown up football helmet and coming over to their sideline, Marty, ready to go and ready to kick off the 2021 high school football season. And we're ready to go with them as we'll see a quarterback dual quarterback system for Alcoa this year. Marty with Caden Buckles and Zach Lunsford. I have a feeling we'll see those young men rotate in and out together throughout the year, but it'll be much easier for this offense versus the four quarterback system they had last season. Indeed. And we are almost set for kickoff. It will be Alcoa kicking as the special teams coach is on the field with uh, the Alcoa team. And there's quite a few starters out there to cover this kick become even more popular to have some of your players on your coverage teams, both in high school and in college, as there's a young student that is carrying the Alcoa flag in front of the stands. Um, and he's unwinded a little bit more, but 
you know, he's learning. It's only his first game. Uh, we've had all kinds of problems tonight. I, I arrived at the stadium, Heath, without any equipment. <laughs> well, it, uh, someone got a little pregame jitters, Marty. Yeah, it's just first of the season, not all together. You get off work a little later. You start rushing because the kickoff is 30 minutes earlier this season. And uh, thank you for listening to the Everding Orthodontics pregame show. And now we are set. Actually, I think the Eagles won the toss and they deferred. So they will be kicking to the Tornadoes. And back deep for Alcoa will be number four. And number 25 and 25, that's number eight on the return. He's got a lot of yardage. He's got a wall to the left. He's at midfield. He's got one man to beat. He shakes him loose, picks up a tackle. That was actually a block in the back and then makes a return and finally drugged down by the jersey as he gets inside the five-yard line down to the four. Alcord was lucky there that they did not get a block in the back about the 35-yard line. But needless to say, they will start and a nice run by Isaiah Bryant, a 6'2", 175-pound senior. And Al Cole will set up first and goal at the six. They're going to mark him out of bounds at six before he fell forward to the four-yard line. So, Heath, Al Cole, great special teams, a lot of talent, returned the opening kick a about 85 yards to, actually, they're going to place the ball at the four, as I was correct earlier, and Alcool will go to an eye formation, and it will be number seven, Elijah Canna. In the eye, the ball is fumbled on the snap, and it is Buckles, the quarterback, falling on top of the football back at the eight-yard line. So Alcool starts much like I did this season with a fumble. <laughs> That's all right, Marty. You came and you showed up, and we're up and ready to roll, and uh, I have a feeling that Buckles will do just that in here in just a moment as 11.20 left on the clock here in the first quarter. And Buckles back into the huddle to get his offense ready to go. And he'll send number four. That's Jamal Williams to the right. And he'll have number six. That is Eddie Salter. And number three. And it'll be a jet sweep. It will be the quarterback, Buckles, keeping. He'll turn up field, pick up a block squeeze inside the four and down to about the three-yard line. That'll be third down and goal at that point for the Tornadoes. Heath, do you think this is two-down territory? Yeah, I think so. I think you, you try to get your team going and get some momentum. Um, I think the last thing you want to do here is get stopped and have to kick a field goal on fourth down being this close to the end zone. Rankin would like to see his team finish right here. Look for Major Newman out here on the, the wide spot to the left. And then, and then again, number four on this side, Williams. And it's going to be a give just right up the middle. And it will be Buckles for the score. The quarterback from Alcoa gets the first touchdown of the season as he just takes it, basically waits, patient, picks up a block, squeezes into the maroon rectangle for an Alcoa touchdown. And the snap is bad, not good, but it has been placed down by number, oh, that's Zach Lunsford makes a great catch and hold as the snap was bad. He's able to get it down, and kicking it through the uprights is the new kicker 
That's Griffin McAllister, number 20, and he adds the extra point. No, that is Bacon Lauterback, Heath, and he's a freshman. I was wrong. It is Bacon Lauterback. So let's take a 30-second break. We'll be back with Alcoa's kick right after this. Alcoa enjoying a 7-0 lead early. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. about that fans and it will be the freshman making bacon lauterback to kick he is a freshman he is 511 a buck 45 and he is set to kick for the tornadoes and evidently there's a breeze down on the field Heath the ball was blown off the tee so he'll reset it once again with Alcor leading seven to nothing with 10 23 left to go in the first quarter and the kick is away. It's high end over end. Will be short. Fielded at the five-yard line by number two. That is Jaden Panky. And Jaden Hanky Panky takes it out to the 23-yard line. A return of 18 yards on the kick. Not quite as is efficient as the Tornadoes' first kickoff return. Well, as we mentioned in the pregame show, Marty Caden Martin, the sophomore quarterback who started as a freshman last year, comes in with this offense and tries to get them started to see if he can help his team go down the field and score as well. And they will be running the wing tee offense. And I said earlier in my Facebook Live video that it wasn't real hot. It's extremely hot out here. And they'll go with one back, two wings. The give will be off tackle to the left. There's a hole over there, but it closes quickly. And the back is number 20. That's Caleb Odell, a junior. And he's blasted at that point in his forward progress. Will go no farther than the 26. It'll be second down and seven. Looks like Major Newman on the hit there, Heath. And he really brought some lumber with him on that. Yeah, you'll probably see him come up and help a lot with these young linebackers in different situations as right there trying to hand it off in a misdirection and going nowhere is the running back for Ray County. That's Ethan Davis. He's a sophomore. They basically just try to cross buck or misdirection play. And you're right, Heath, there is zero gain on the play, and it will be third and seven. And as I said in the pregame, that is not what you want in a wing tee offense. You've got to have positive yardage every down. And the Ray County Golden Eagles, adorned in their white and green, rush to the line of scrimmage. Under center is the quarterback, Martin. He bumps into the running back, and that's something else you get a lot of, Heath, when there's a lot of traffic in the backfield. If the quarterback's not really good with his steps, there's congestion, and the running back and quarterback, Martin, 
bump into each other and that will result in a loss of yardage and it'll be now fourth and eight from the 25. Well, Marty, that uh, congestion was caused by number big 79, Lance Williams. Not only a star on the offensive side of the ball, but getting some action on the defensive side, shot right past the center, blew up the first running back, which caused nowhere to go for the second. He ran into the other guy and uh, ultimately got taken down in the backfield because of a great play by that young man who's now going to be rotating in on defense and be crucial for this team this season, Marty. And the quarterback, Martin, pulls a Danny White all of the old Dallas Cowboys and is back to punt. And Heath, he has shank Apotamus the kick, and it will take a – it'll hit at the 45 and bounce backwards to the 42, and the Tornadoes will take over first and 10 at the Golden Eagles 42-yard line. And if the Tornadoes wish to snap it, and they don't, they could have gotten too many men on the field for the Golden Eagles. It will still be Buckles in at quarterback. He'll work from a spread. He'll have three receivers and two backs and movement, and it'll be a false start by Isaiah Bryant, and he evidently was the only one that thought the cadence was on one. Yeah, just a little too much excitement that time on by the offense, and you're going to see a lot of those things, especially in the first game of the season from either football team, Marty. A lot of jitters heading into this as these guys have waited a long time to get back on the football field and hit an opponent in the mouth. Three receivers, two backs. Once again, they both flank buckles in the backfield, and it is number nine that goes out for a screen. That's Harris, and it's going to be buckles keeping after, you know, not finding an open receiver. And Heath, I think he just got a little bit of happy feet there as he turns the ball upfield. He'll pick up a couple to the 45-yard line, and that's it. So it's going to be second down and 13 on the next snap. Yeah, I felt it just a little bit of the pressure, and instead of staying in the pocket, trusting that line, uh, decided to go ahead and take off with it. But he got some positive yards out of it, uh, trying to get them closer to that original line of scrimmage. And here they go on second down. Shotgun one back. Three receivers and a tight end, and it is going to be a give to the sophomore, Mr. Cannon, and he'll pick up three yards straight ahead with a cloud of dust to about the original line of scrimmage, which is the 42-yard line. He'll be just shy of that. We'll call it uh, third and a long 11, or a short 11, I beg your pardon. Uh, the first shout-out I want to give is to Scott Anderson, one of my bosses and co-owners of Omega Technology that I work for. He's listening in tonight on a stream, and I'd like to appreciate him for doing so. And it is a shotgun once again for the Tornadoes, and it will be Buckles back. He looks, he throws out. It is number nine on the catch. The gentleman, that's Jordan Harris, 11th grade junior, 5'11", 165, lowers his shoulder. He's knocked out of bounds, and it's going to be really close to a first down. And they're going to say it's going to be fourth down, and they're going to give it to him. It's going to be first down, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Nice play that time, lowering the helmet for Harris and picking up a couple extra yards. Enough for that first down for Alcoa. And now they've got the ball in the 32 with 6.48 remaining here in the first. It's 7-0 Alcoa. Buckles and Harris in the backfield, two tight end set, 
and it will be a give to Harris, and he just has a huge hole along the right side, and he takes it untouched down to the 15 and in the red zone for the Tornadoes. Another nice run as Harris is going to get a lot more action this season, Marty. It's probably going to be the Harris Cannon show in the backfield with sprinkling in the young freshman Salter off and on throughout the season. Harris had a really good sophomore campaign, uh, played a lot of different positions for this team, made a big hit early in the year against Austin East last year that went viral, uh -huh. and I think we'll see a lot more action from him this year. And there'll be a wing and tight end to the left. Now they're going to just basically run it up the middle with the quarterback. And Buckles breaks the first tackle. And it is horse collared as he gets to about the nine-yard line. He'll be just shy. Uh, well, he'll be more than just shy of a first down. He'll be about, what, two, two and a half yards short. Uh, but once again, Alcoa driving as we reach the five-minute and 45-second Mark in the first quarter. Alcord leads seven to nothing. And they'll send three receivers out, one to the left, two to the right, and it'll be Cannon in the backfield with Buckles who'll get the football right up the middle. He's hit at the line of scrimmage. He's going to spin off Heath, and he's going to be drugged down by his jersey. It looked like he was going to take it to Paydirt, and he gets caught in some strong hands there on the defenders for the Golden Eagles, and he's pulled down at the five. Well, inching closer and closer to that end zone as Alcoa looks to try to punch it in, Marty, for the second time tonight as it is first and five. By Dwight, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. And thank you to Dwight Price. He's been with us for a long time now supporting Blount County football. And it's going to be Buckles, and they were waiting on that, Heath. He's going to be swarmed under. He's hit about three yards deep in the backfield and then buried at the 10. Well, and got to be really careful with that, too. You have them kind of twisting and turning his uh -huh. legs and his knees, and then two or three of them after that trying to knock him to the turf, which could be really dangerous. So got to be really careful here if you're Buckles and look out for those kind of hits. And it will be... Second goal at the eight. And we'll say seven, just, just inside the eight. It'll be Buckles and number 25 in the backfield. That's DJ Foster. And it's going to be a throw, and the ball is not really close to any receiver. It looks like it's batted away somewhat. And it'll be third down now and goal at the seven. Just, just not necessarily a great read. The throw was there. The problem was he threw it too early. You had the wide receiver running a slant inside with a defensive guy on his back, but the safety read it across the middle, jumped the route, and almost had an opportunity with an interception, but deflected the ball away. Probably should have pumped fake, let the safety jump, and then throw it once he crossed past him. But this time another oh. opportunity for Buckles and wide open, Marty. Yeah, I read that. Anybody could read that right off the bat. Nobody went with... Harris, as he went in motion to the right out of the backfield, Buckles looked to the center of the field as the snap came and then just nonchalantly looks to the right. And Harris out there all alone just sashays into the maroon rectangle to make it 13 to nothing. Alcoa, and that is an El Himidor touchdown. And it will be... Lauder back on for the extra point again, and it is up and doing. And Heath, just like that, it is 
14 to nothing, Alcoa, as we're at the 409 mark in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds with another Alcoa kickoff. El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Millsaps along with Heath Dunkel and quickly uh, shout out to my buddy Lauren Greer, Lauren Ward and uh, there with her family also to Steve Stout, Coach Mack, Rick Howard, Mike Kilgore, Jeremy Gaby, Scotty Collins, Susan Stout and others at the Stout household once again listening in as they do every Friday night in football season there on Anderson Avenue in Maryville and it is Lauderback to kick it's high end over end short kick again as it will be fielded at the 15 by number two once again that is Panky and Hanky Panky takes it out to about the 34 so the short kick and a 14 yard return and it'll be Ray County once again with the football, and, and he, they're going to have to do something about time of possession, and, and they're going to have to score, or their offense is going to be thrown into discombobulation. Yeah, going to have to try to see if they can slow this game down a little bit on this drive, put something together, and put some points on the board as Caden Martin brings out this offense again for the second time tonight. And they hurry to the line, Marty, and he goes under center. They did that last time. They'll have a, a full line, three tight ends, two wings, and the quarterback's going to throw it this time. And wide open out of the wing formation is number six. That is Drew Fisher, and the senior takes it down to the Al, uh, Alcoa 35-yard line. And he, they basically, he just snuck out, and nobody from Alcoa. And there's the inexperience again. They were all playing run, and they got caught flat-footed, and... It was Fisher blowing right by the defense and picking up a first down for Ray County. Well, and that's where the wing tee will get you, Marty. You run a lot of misdirection running plays, and you get the team to bite, and eventually you go to the air, and a lot of times it pays off. And it is number 22 on an end around. That is Briley Mayberry. And Heath, they are finding out now you cannot go wide on the tornadoes. I'm not sure who the backer was over there that played contain. But he did it perfectly, and I think that might have been number 18 for the Tornadoes, Brennan Dugan. Well, Marty, the young man who got in the backfield and made the play, the kid I talked about in pregame, number 56, Braden Cornett, the sophomore linebacker, who you're going to hear a lot about this season, a lot of speed and really good instincts. Uh, but it was the contain that, that turned the play back inside and then just had the pursuit there and the sophomore to wrap him up, and they're going to throw again. They've got a wide open Running back out of the backfield, and Heath, what do I say? Briley Mayberry, number 22, Briley Mayberry, catches it on a wheel pattern, wide open with no one around him, and that's another first down to the Alcoa 20-yard line. 
Yeah, got to pay attention, got to know your assignments and know who you've got out of the backfield. That time again, just kind of biting on that play. They snuck someone out, and Martin with another fantastic throw to help lead this team down the field. We said it when they got on the field. What did they need to do? They needed to sustain a drive, eat some clock, get down the field, and see if they can put some points on the board, and they're trying to do just that. Give right up the middle to the first man through, and that's the fullback. That is number 44, Hunter Crow. He's a sophomore, and he'll take the ball inside the 20 down to around the 17. A nice pickup on first down of about four yards for the Golden Eagles. So now they've, they've made some adjustments offensively, Heath, and they're basically what they're trying to do is just keep Alcoa from going one direction full speed. And we've got 2.35 left to go in the first. Alcoa leading 14 to nothing. And his quarterback back to pass again. He's going to be flushed from the pocket, chased, and he's going to hop, step, and skip. And he will go down with the help of Aaron Davis at the 14-yard line. So another decent pickup. It'll be third down and three for the Golden Eagles. And he, this may be two-down territory. Well, much better job by the Alcoa defense, staying in their lanes, staying in their zones, and watching out for another passing play that time. Martin with nowhere to go and ultimately had to use his feet to try to make something happen. So big time play here, and we'll see if this defense is ready for it. As you mentioned, Marty, I do have to agree. I think this would be two down territory. I don't know a lot about the kicker for Ray County. You have to imagine Coach Pemberton would like to get seven on the board. As they rush the line of scrimmage, they're once again in the wing tee set. The give is uh, fake to the fullback and give to number 22. And a nice bit of running and heavy track traffic is the sophomore, Briley Mayberry. He takes it inside the 10 down to the 9, and he, he eluded a few tacklers in pursuit of that first down. So I'm sure that they would have liked to have got it deeper inside the 10 uh, so they didn't have as much yardage to gain, especially in a wing tee because you're not going to throw the ball a lot. But we'll see what they draw up here on first down. This is definitely a down with the wing tee. You want positive yardage. Well, rotating in and out some defensive linemen as Kyle Birchfield comes to the sideline and Lance Williams comes in. And they'll turn and try to hand it off the middle. Nowhere to go. And the quarterback's going to have to take it outside. And he's got room, Heath. He picks up a block, and he takes it into the maroon rectangle himself. And that is a Golden Eagle touchdown with 56 seconds left to go in the first quarter. And that cuts the lead to 14-6. to six. And, Heath, that was a nicely scripted drive that time by Ray County. Yeah, and an excellent run by the young sophomore quarterback, Caden Martin. Kid is an absolute stud and is only going to get better over the next few seasons. And now we see what this kicker looks like for the first time for Ray County as they get ready for the extra point. Soccer style. And he gets it up and doing. Oh. No, it hit the yeah, upright. The crossbar, yeah. Oh, wow. I thought that was through. And that's going to hurt the big Russian as that falls no good. And the score remains 14-6. to Alcoa, another 30-second break. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week back after this message.
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We are back at Goddard Field in Alcoa, and it will be the Golden Eagles set to kick after they went 66 yards on about six plays to cut into the lead at 14 to six. And they will now do the kick and the roll will be Cole ruling and it's high end over end and will be fielded at the four and it is number nine again. They didn't know not to kick it away from him. Same play, Jordan Harris takes it up the left boundary and Heath has great yardage, finally ran down as he gets out to his 45-yard line. So that is a 41-yard return, and that'll match, or not match, but go with his 85-yard return earlier. And if I'm the Golden Eagles, I find someone else to kick it to if I just don't squib it down the, down the, the field. And I'd like to think uh, that was a Carrico Construction kickoff. Learning these new, um, learning these new sponsors, and we've uh, the red zone is Common Sense Pest Control. Timeouts are Lee Franks, volunteer, and the scoreboard is Bliss Air. And I'd like to have an air conditioner up up here in the press box right now. As the give goes to number six, that is Eddie Salter, and Eddie Salter just kind of jukes and jives and sidesteps and hides uh, picks up a yard on first down to the 46 it'll be second down and nine and that'll almost do it here for playing the first quarter as the clock is now down inside 15 seconds as the tornadoes go to the line of scrimmage or go to the huddle I don't think they're going to let or get a playoff or even attempt to get a playoff before the first quarter comes to an end and at the end of one, it is Alcoa 14, Ray County 6. We're going to take a 60-second break, and we'll be back with the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week right after this. Now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville 
as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responders' service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Start of the second quarter, Alcoa leading 14 to 6 over Ray County with the football, second and nine from their own 46, working from a shotgun. Buckles at quarterback, two running backs. It's going to be play action. He's going to look downfield. He's going to have a receiver open in the zone, and that is, I think, number 18 for the Tornadoes, and that is Brennan Dugan. And he makes a great catch and picks up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, good catch that time by the 5'9", 165-pound sophomore wide receiver Dugan who finds a hole and Buckles able to fit it in between two defenders and a good catch leads to a first down as they cross the 50 and now ball at the 45. And the give goes to Harris again. He's got a big hole and he's going to just take this to the maroon rectangle or are they going to mark him out at the one? They're going to mark him out at the three. They said he stepped out of bounds. I didn't see it, but regardless, Heath, that is a huge run there on first down, about 32 yards as he's pushed out of bounds at the three, and that'll set up another Dwight Price first and goal for the Tornadoes at that point on the three-yard line. And, Marty, that was actually number six, Eddie Salter on the run, who gets the Alcoa Tornadoes down to the two and getting close to punching this one in again. My bad, that was Eddie Salter, and he just had a huge hole there on the right and just took it almost to the house. And it'll be Buckles working from it. He'll go under center now. They'll go I formation, and they'll have big number 54. That is Riley Long, a junior, at fullback. And Elijah Cannon will be the halfback getting the football. He's hit and then moves forward and slides and dives into the maroon rectangle for another Alcoa touchdown tornadoes an El Himidor touchdown and that moves the score now to 20 to 6 pending the point after touchdown and on to hold will be Zach Lunsford and it will once again be Bacon Lauterback in to attempt the point after touchdown there's a snap the set everything's perfect and so is the kick and Alcoa now leads 21-6 to with 11-14 left to go in the second quarter. We're going to take another 30-second break, and we'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified Game of the Week right after this. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Goddard Field and Alcoa as Alcoa and Bacon Lauterback will uh, once again kick off the fourth time here in the first half as they lead 21-6 now over Ray County with 11-14 remaining here to play in the second quarter. 
He's very impressive offensively for Alcoa, as we expected. Uh, good offensive line work. They've not thrown as much, but they have ran at will against this Golden Eagle defense. Yeah, they've done a really good job, Marty. And, uh, Marty, we were talking a minute ago about wondering where Griffin McAllister was. He's actually on the sidelines with Lunsford, but he is not dressed tonight. And so I have to imagine that may be a reason, too, we're not seeing that young man on the field. But a really talented young player here that we're talking about tonight in Bacon Louderback, only a freshman. Oh. And, Marty, I thought he's done really well with kicking duties so far. He's done extremely well. He's perfect on extra points and a short kick. And just a wedge there on the right-hand side and returning the ball back to 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, and just past midfield go Panky and the Golden Eagles. They'll have the ball at the Alcoa 49 to set up this series of offensive plays. Just a good execution that time of kick return by Ray County. Ray County, who scored on their last offensive drive, Marty, with a couple really nice fake runs that turned into big, deep passes. Can they do it again? Well, they try to go wide again with number 32. That's Ethan Davis, and he's swallowed up by the left-hand side of the Alcoa line of scrimmage, and that'll go for a two-yard loss to set up second down and 12. They're, they're going to have to go right out Alcoa or they're going to have to throw a lot of wheel passes and, you know, underneath passes because they're not going to be able to run wide on Alcoa. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. A lot of team speed. They may have lost some experience. They didn't lose the speed as they've got a lot of big-time athletes on that side of the football. And they rush the line of scrimmage again. Martin under center. It'll be the fake of the same play, and he's back to pass as Martin. Now he's running out of time. He's just going to heave it to the sideline. And there is an intended receiver over there. There's, is that a flag? I don't think so. It's just going to be incomplete. And they'll live to play another down, but it'll be third down and 12 now from their own 49-yard line. Alcoa defensive line that time, Heath, just all over the quarterback. He went to set up, had about a 1,000 count. Then he had to start moving or he was going down as we – overlook the Smoky Mountains here for the press box. Just a beautiful but warm evening here at Goddard Field. Same formation, but now they're going to spread two receivers out to left. They're going to roll left on third down, and it's going to be a pass that is broken up nicely over there by, that's number 18, that's Dugan, that's Dugan again. And he, he just slid inside the receiver, got an arm there, and batted the ball away. And that'll force a fourth and 12 now for the Golden Eagles, and they'll bring on the punt team. And once again, Martin, the quarterback, will line up as the punter. Well, learning a lot about this young defense in tonight's game, Marty, and <coughs> sophomore defensive back Brennan Dugan. Looks like he is going to be a really nice staple for this team over the next few seasons. He stayed at home and played well right there. The kick away. This one not much better than the first. He shanked it again, and it's going to take a huge roll backwards, and that'll net about 13 yards on the punt as Alcoa will take over at their own 38-yard line. Ray County's saying that the ball was touched by Alcoa, but it, it was not. Um, Alcoa needs to do a better job of getting away from it if they're not going to field it, but once again, 
you were kind of in no man's land right there as the ball was just really high. It took a weird, well, it didn't take a weird one. The kicker just got completely underneath it. And as they say in golf, he hit that one fat. And it just went straight up in the air and end over end. And it took a roll backwards in favor of the Tornadoes now as they have it first to 10 as they come to the line of scrimmage. They've got a tight end and three receivers in the game and one setback in the backfield with Buckles with 10.06 left to go in the second quarter. It's 21-6 Alcoa, and it's going to be Sudreth on a catch. The tight end <laughs> makes the catch at the 48-yard um, line and picks up a couple of yards. He's going to be really close to a first down. Looks like he's going to be in the nose of a ball short. Now, Marty, it does look like Sutter, but Sutterth graduated. Yes. That is actually the freshman who took his number, Eli Owens, the son of former Alcoa great Dustin Lindsay. Indeed, and I knew that, Heath. <laughs> Another first game blunder for yours truly. But, yeah, he looks just like him, and he's going to be um, – that's a freshman. Let's check. He is 6'3", 220. 220 as a freshman. And quickly with some more shout-outs – I'd like to give one to Rodney Lovin and his wife Amy watching on the lake this evening, as well as we've got some more people that have texted in. And always Rodney. And I uh, got some, oh gosh, Josh Livingston and his dad listening as they come back from Tuscaloosa. Bill Livingston, great white. And the give is up the middle. That's number seven. Is that Cannon? It is. And there's a flag on the play. I believe that's going to be a hold. And it's going to be uh, at the 49-yard line. It'll cost the Tornadoes 10 yards. And um, it'll be first and 19 on the next snap. Oh, another shout-out, uh, social media shout-out. From Secret Safe Place for Newborns in Tennessee. It goes to my buddy Scott Isbell, and he's listening in from Memphis to the Tornadoes tonight. And just pay attention, guys. Follow us on Twitter if you want to follow all the scores around the area. We'll have, you know, your Mountaineer scores, your Rebel scores, and possibly the Governors if we feel like it. So a shotgun is Buckles, two backs in the backfield with him, two receivers to the left, one to the right, play action, and he's going to load up and throw. He's got a receiver open. Uh, now, it, good job of just throwing that one away. He saw the corner stepping up and just read that one well and just threw it into basically the Alcoa sideline. Well, it took a little long for that play to develop, and when by the time Bryant cuts the outside, the defender was right there with him, so yeah, Throwing it a little high and out of bounds that time goes Buckles. And it's now second and 20 with 849 remaining here in the second quarter. It's Alcoa 21, Ray County 6. The timing was just way off on that one for the Tornadoes. And it is second down and 19 at the 39. And Buckles back. He's going to just screen one out quickly to that is. There he goes. Yeah. Is that Howard again? That's Harris. Harris. I'm sorry. Harris has it. Number 9. And just like the returns, there's some flags down again. And that'll, that'll hurt Alcoa. That'll bring that big play back. And, and, and Heath, Jordan Harris has turned into big time. Jordan Big Time Harris. Or do you have another nickname you've already? We call him Air Jordan. 
Air Jordan Harris. Ah, Air Jordan Harris. I'm going to call him big time. <laughs> I mean, that, so far tonight, he's every time he's touched the ball, it's been big. And another hold on the Tornadoes, and this will take it back to the 36. Just a loss of three, but nonetheless, it'll make it second down and 22 for the Tornadoes. Let's try to find Coach Rankin. He's not happy. He's not happy at all. And the... Uh, the tornado line, you know, it, it's it's early, but that, that offensive line is going to be the strength of this team. And it's going to be an empty backfield as Harris goes in motion out, and he's going to try deep and just overthrown and pass the hands of Elijah Cannon. And Heath there on a go route was the big running back for Alcoa and almost had a step on the defender. Well, tried to throw it up the seam that time to Elijah Cannon, but a defender on his heels. Marty missing a read on the outside, though, near the sidelines. Number 18, Brennan Dugan, the sophomore we've been talking about today, on a fly pattern, wide open, just missed the read and an incomplete pass because of it. It's now third and 21 for the Alcoa Tornadoes. Shotgun formation, one back and four receivers in the game for Alcoa. And Buckle's going to take a three-step drop. He's got a receiver open, and a good job breaking that one up that time by Gavin Hot Roddy of the Golden Eagles, and he just bats it down. And, and Buckles hasn't found his form yet, Heath. He, he missed the throw just a minute ago. I think Cannon was wanting the ball toward, more toward the middle of the field. And he threw it to the outside shoulder, and then right there, he just underthrew that one. Because if he would have thrown that one in stride, that was six. Well, I think part of it, Marty, is he's got a killer arm, but he's got to look off the defense. And, and he's on a few plays so far tonight. The defense has been able to lock into those eyes and follow him right to where he wants to go. He's got to look them away and then make a pass like that so that the safety doesn't have time to react. Good punt. It turns over. It's going to hit at the 15. It's going to take an Alcoa roll, and it will be dead nice. at the one-inch line. A great punt that time for Alcoa. And, Heath, that's special teams. Alcoa is special teams strong tonight. Yeah, that was a great play by number eight of the Tornadoes, Isaiah Bryant, the 6'2", 175-pound senior with the big-time play there, puts the ball at the one, and Ray County better hope, Marty, with their misdirection, they can find a little wiggle room and get themselves out of the end zone because if Alcoa gets in the backfield here, it's two points for the Tornadoes, and they get the ball back. Was that Bacon Louderback that kicked again? I did not see who punted that one. I have a feeling it was, though. I forgot my binoculars at home, too. And just right up the middle, a good, strong run out from the goal line are the Golden Eagles. And I think that's the quarterback, Martin, just taking it straight up the gut on a silent count and bursts out to about the eight-yard line. So a pickup of right at eight on the play. It'll be second down and a long two. And a really good job that time by the front of the Golden Eagles as they just basically bulldozed the defensive front for the Tornadoes. They come out again, wing T formation. They're going to give the ball to 32 off tackle to the right. And it looks like Davis will take it 
out to the 10. He's going to be just shy of a first down, and that's going to set up third down now. And, and Heath, this is a big play here for the Golden Eagles. They got to keep it out of the hands of the Tornadoes. They do not want Alcoa scoring again here before half. You certainly don't, Marty. Want to try to keep this as close of a ball game as possible. Keeping the ball on, in your offensive hands will do just that. And movement by the, the left. Offense. Yeah, false start by the left side of the offensive line and the wing back. That'll cost them five, and that's not what they wanted. They'll have to draw up something different this time. Instead of third and one, it's going to be third and six, a long six at that. And that'll move it back to about the six-yard line. They've got to get out past, it looks like right at the 11 or just past it from our angle here as you're listening to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Once again, my apologies for not being completely on my game tonight. It's our first game of the year as well, and they're going to run it just basically outside and out of bounds. They'll get out to about the seven. They'll pick up one on the play, and Martin will have to go back from his quarterback spot and drop back into a punting position as Alcoa, the Alcoa D is held. And once again, just kudos to the special teams for placing the Golden Eagles so deep in their own territory. We'll see now the Tornadoes with an opportunity to try to get some more points on the board before halftime. 6-19 remaining in this ball game, or in the second quarter, excuse me. It is Alcoa 21, Ray County 6. Isaiah Bryant back to receive the punt from Ray County as they punt it from their end zone. And he's not looking for a long kick, and he's not going to get one. He's going to field it at about the 37, and he's got some blockers, and he splits a seam, makes one move at the 25, and he's on his own until he gets inside the 20 into the common sense pest control red zone and he'll be tackled at the 17 and Heath what a move by Harris at the 25 with just a, a head fake and a shimmy and then picks up another eight yards as he works his way through traffic and inside the common sense pest control red zone. Alcoa now with Buckles in the shotgun formation, running back to the left and right. Two receivers to the left and one to the right. And Marty, we'll see if they can get some more points on the board. They need some. Buckles turns, hands, and that's Eddie Salter who makes, gets the carry. And he'll take it. He may pick up a yard on the play. We'll call it second down and nine after the gain of one yard. May, maybe a yard. I don't know. Hard to tell from this angle. Now, it's going to be no gain after they move it to the hash mark, maybe even a little bit of a loss. And uh, good job that time stringing, stringing the ball out uh, by the Golden Eagle defense. Shotgun buckles, and the backfield with him is number 25. That is Foster. And the give is going to be, or he's going to be a keeper by Buckles. And Heath, unless there's a hold call, Buckles has found a huge hole once again on the right-hand side and he takes it to the his house and the maroon rectangle for another El Himidor touchdown tornadoes. Nice play that time from Caden Buckles and a good job by the blockers on the right side, opening up some holes and allowing him to get down the field and get six. And here comes Loudermilk for the extra point. And it'll be Lunsford on the hold. 
Snap's good. The hold is good. The kick is doing. And Alcorp extends their lead now to 28 to 6. And with 5.07 left to go in the half, we'll take another 30-second break. And we'll be back with another Carico Construction kickoff. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Field in Alcoa with 5.07 left to go in the first half. The Tornadoes have extended their lead to 28-6 over Ray County. And they're set to kick again with Bacon. It looks like he's going to just try to pooch kick this one on an angle. And once again, there must be a wind down there. I, I don't see it, but the ball once again falls off the tee. And he will once again, Bacon Lauderback will set it. Take a short drop, and it's going to be high. It's going to be angled toward the right sideline, fielded at the 20 by number five. That is Roddy, and Roddy's hit, escapes, moves outside, tries to outrun the pursuit, but can't, breaks another tackle, and takes it out past the 30 to the 32-yard line. So, you know, a decent return that time, and a lot of spirit in that Gavin Roddy, the senior. Yeah, good job not getting pinned up on that near that sideline, cutting it across the field and trying to get a little bit more to help help out this young offense as they come back out on the field. Sophomore quarterback Caden Martin, along with his running back, both sophomores. Now they started as a freshman, so they've got some experience, and you've got a senior-laden offensive line, but it's tough when you're playing last year's 3A state champion Alcoa Tornadoes. And it's going to be the same play that has netted mostly nothing all night the carry was by number 32 ethan davis a sophomore and he may get back to the line of scrimmage just nothing doing on that right side of the ball and there to meet him in the backfield number two aaron davis the 510 205 junior linebacker with a hit in the backfield and a loss of one for the golden eagles let me tell you who's impressed me tonight for alcoa and that is number 77 the senior that I think you did a great job on Heath but that is Max Hodge 6'5 250 and he has basically pinched that right end all night long and has created a lot of big plays for the Tornadoes as it's the quarterback now scrambling drops the ball but I think he was down and he was as the officials motion to the ground that caused it but Martin takes it out to uh, I guess about the 33-yard line may pick up a yard. Now, actually, they're going to move it back to the 32, so it's going to be third down and 10. It was a loss of one on the first play, so Martin does pick up about half a yard. We're going to say third down and a long 10. Clock ticking, 346, 
And I'm surprised Alcoa didn't take a timeout right here. I think they will, because I think they'll, they'll or, or, I don't, I'm surprised they didn't take a timeout right here, because I think the Golden Eagles try to pass on this down. And that could have saved them some time, but it doesn't take Alcoa long to score. And it will be Davis in motion. He turned toward the line of scrimmage too early. It's not called, though. And they, oh, number 22, that is Mayberry. And he, he did the unpardonable sin of taking his eyes off the ball to see where the footsteps were coming from, and he just dropped it. Bid, the ball was a little high. He still should have made the catch. Well, didn't have to listen for footsteps too long as they were already there as Dugan met him right after he tried to make the turn and drop the ball with a big-time hit that still would have resulted in them not getting a first down. So it's fourth and ten. The Eagles back to punt, and it looks like quarterback also punter who Marty was limping a little bit back there, number 12, Caden Martin, to get it off. And once again, he shanks it. It's going to be, oh, he gets a good bounce this time. Well, it's, it's a bounce of about seven yards. And Rankin is not happy with one of the players as he gives a little uh, speech to them or a little talk to as they come off the sideline. I'm not going to say who the player's name is, but it's getting some tutelage from Coach Rankin. Well, and I think just let him know, hey, listen, when we start calling Shank or Peter, that means get out of the way. And it doesn't mean run down the field, but your safest bet is to go towards the sideline. And I think that's what they were trying to coach him on. He kind of tiptoed forward and still almost hit the ball. And if had he gone to the sidelines, he would have been safe. And so some good coaching there by Rankin and the Knicks right thereafter to pick him up and give him <laughs> some more tutelage. So there, there, there's a lot of good coaches on that sidelines, Marty. The kids absolutely love Coach Knicks. And, and, I, and I do, too. I mean, every time that I see him and, and uh, his wife out, they are always super to me. I love Coach Nick. He's always a pleasure, pleasure to be around. It's Buckles back to pass. He's got all day and then some. As he's got a receiver wide open, and that's number eight. That is Isaiah Bright. He makes the catch and then drilled out of bounds at the Golden Eagle 34-yard line, and that is another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Good catch that time by Brian and Marty. Uh, a pretty throw by Buckles, but got to get it out of your hands quicker. Got to put a little bit more zip on it. That ball floats just a little too long, and a quicker read by a safety could end up in an interception. So a good kick, good throw, good catch, but got to work on getting that timing down just a little bit more. And once again, Buckles gives to all oh, this time. It's going to be hemmed in and dropped. The right side of the offensive line gave way or at least the interior side did. And it was number six, Eddie Salter, on the carry. He's going to lose yardage back to the 39, and Alcoa is going to take a timeout to think about it. With 2.33 left, let's do the same. Let's take a break, and we'll be back. After a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. 
Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Back at Goddard Field and the snap and having all day as Buckles, Heath, I think I can make a pass and finally looks downfield and finds a wide open Jamal Williams at the 20 and then Williams turns it upfield and is finally ushered out of bounds at the 13. So he gets inside the common sense pest control red zone for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Thank you for joining the Twin City Certified and Maryville Game of the Week with Marty Millsaps and Heath Dunkel. Heath Alcoa back to the line, and they're going to have two backs, three receivers, no tight ends, and they move left to right on your listing device, and it is number eight, I think, on the carry. Am I right? Isaiah Bryant? Number six. Number six, Eddie Salter. My bad. I forgot my binoculars at home. I forgot everything at home, to be honest with you. Um, I did wear my glasses. I thought I forgot those. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, having a little fun up in the press box tonight. But uh, uh, another shout-out in Memphis to the boss, and that is Deborah Isabel. And I'd like to ask her apologies for not remembering to say hello to her the first time when I did to her husband, Scott. Hopefully we can get out to see you guys soon. Shotgun, buckles, back, looks, wide receiver, wide open. He basically never took off, Heath. And that is number six, Eddie Salter, who just lined up outside. Everybody else went out, and he just stood there, and he, there was nobody within 10 yards of him, and he picks up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down inside the five at the three. Or Actually, they're going to say it's just short. Nope, they're going to say first and go. Yeah, give him the first down, and Buckles gets some tutelage from the sidelines and heads back to the huddle to bring the knowledge to his team and get them lined up and ready to go with a minute 35 remaining in the second quarter. It's Alcoa 28. Ray County six, first and three for the Tornadoes out of the shotgun formation. And Salter, the long setback to the left of Buckles, and it'll be Buckles faking to Salter. Salter throws his hands up in the air and says, why didn't I get the ball? But as he's doing so, Buckles is running into the maroon rectangle for another El Hibador touchdown Tornadoes and a 34-6 lead pending the PAT. Lunsford on the hold and Lauterbach in to kick. The kick up, the kick low, but no good. He lined it to the left and he just knuckleballed that one, Heath. He completely missed it. Looked like one of my drives. He just shanked it. No good. And that will leave the score 34 to 6 and a 28 point differential as there's 107 left to go in the first half. And I want to warn, we're going to stay right here. We're not going to go, uh, we'll be, uh, we're going to stay right here before the Carico construction kick, kickoff. But uh, Heath, I want to warn the Golden Eagles, be very, very careful getting selfish right here because one of these errant passes could go the other way for an Alcoa touchdown. 
and mercy rule in effect. Well, Marty, if they do try to do that, though, one thing to look out for if you're Alcoa is don't bite expecting the run to run the clock out because uh, Ray County has gotten the Tornado secondary a few times tonight with this wing team misdirection offense, getting them to bite on a handoff and throwing it over their heads. So Alcoa has got to stay disciplined here and finish this first half strong. And it will be Alcoa once again for the Carico construction kickoff. I'd like to thank my friend Steve Carico for sponsoring the kickoff this year. He um, He's always good to give back in Blount County and um, very good person, very active uh, with the chamber and other nonprofits and such in the county. And once again, I'd like to thank him for helping out with the broadcast this evening, as well as the Maribel one as well. Kick's going to be angled toward the right sideline. Once again, high and deep. It's fielded by the and dropped by number 32. That's Davis. And he's just going to fall on the ball. Looks like a miscommunication. The up back went back for it. And, you know, that's almost like a shortstop going back to catch a fly in the left field or center field. Calling you off, you let it go. You let the deep man have it. That's not the case. And it almost was a huge miscue for the Golden Eagles. Bobbled it a few times that on that kickoff was Davis and going nowhere. So now the Eagles even further back than they would have liked to have been as we'll see if they try to put some points on the board with a minute two left or if they just try to run the clock out and go to halftime. And it will be Martin. He's going to throw and it's going to short hop the intended receiver. He had plenty of time to get the ball. Not plenty of time, but he had a wide open receiver. But his time ran out as he got clocked and he picks his backside up off the turf here at Goddard Field. In the backfield that time, another young player on this defense, the sophomore linebacker Jules Scales gets into the backfield and makes the hit that time on the quarterback, and he is hurting Marty. He's taken a few licks tonight by this Alcoa defense. Yeah, and Alcoa's always been physical. And to the line of scrimmage, in a hurry, come the Golden Eagles. It's a Wing T again. They fake the cross buck. Actually, they give it on a trap to the fullback just right up the gut. That fools everyone, including myself. And Hunter Crow, the sophomore, takes it out past midfield into Alcoa territory and tackled at the 47. That was surprising. And just a great job of blocking on the trap there by the Golden Eagles offensive line. Martin goes under center. Wing T with a wide receiver wide right he's going to try him on a slant has him makes the catch he knew he was going to get popped he does the ball comes out i think he made the catch though and then just dropped it as he rolled over but number 10 drew massengill took a pop and he's in he's some pain yeah, uh, he really got a shoulder or a helmet to the rib cage and he's laying there you know what it feels like heath oh yeah he got popped from both sides marty and i don't know if he he hurt a rib or they took his breath out, but he's he's uh, writhing in pain right now. Got an athletic trainer over there with him checking on him to make sure he's okay. And both teams will go to their sidelines for a minute, take a knee, and wait for this young man to get up. Luckily, it wasn't worse, but he definitely took a big shot there. And he saw it coming. With that, we're going to take uh, Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. We'll be back at 60 seconds with the rest of the first half as Alcoa leads the Golden Eagles 34 to six. 
This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. under his own power and that's good as it's now the Golden Eagles once again in their wing tee with another wide receiver split wide right and in motion and all sorts of discombobulation are the Golden Eagles of Ray County and that'll cost them five yards and it'll be first down and 15 now from the 38 yard line and uh, 26.3 seconds left in they could probably put that 3.7 seconds back on the clock. I don't know if they will or not. Nobody's ask, asking them to. The clock now starts on the ref's whistle. And it's same formation and back to pass and then under immediate pressure. And put him in a bag. He is sacked. And the ball is free. There's it's Cornette. There's Cornette. And he goes into the maroon rectangle for another El Hemador. Touchdown, Tornadoes, and Martin's not gotten off the turf. He, he stepped right into that sack and coughs up the ball. Alcoa capitalizes and carries it into the end zone for another six points. And now a 40-6 to six lead with 3.6 seconds left. And Heath, if we make the extra point here in the form of Lauderback, <laughs> mercy rule. Well, and Marty Scales with a huge hit that time yes. just wasn't paying attention to realize he knocked the football loose. And luckily, Cornette stayed with the play and it took it the rest of the way. Well, we are talking tonight, Marty, about a lot of sophomores. That means there's a lot of talent, young talent on this field, which is not only exciting this year, but the next few years. Indeed, and Jules Scales was the one that made the hit and very, very good. Good, clean hits, and I wonder if he's named after the character from Pulp Fiction. Sam, hmm? It's a great, it's a great movie. Have you seen it, Heath? I have, I have. I thought you had. I'm just making sure. <laughs> Lunchford with the hold, and Lauderback with the kick. It's doing, and just like that, Al Cornell leads 41-6. to That is 35 points, and with this kickoff, uh, they'll have to do a Carrico construction kick and or are they because they did start the clock there on the extra point which shouldn't have happened i don't know if anybody's going to complain unless the golden eagles want the opportunity to return the kickoff here and i don't know if they're going to put any time back on the clock but they'll have to kick it and you know what's what's sad for the golden eagles i was going to say alcoa gets the ball first but they don't the golden eagles do because alcoa almost ran the opening kickoff back for a touchdown at least that's the only bright side is the Golden Eagles will get the ball to start the second half. 
Yeah, they need an opportunity to try to get something positive going again, Marty. And it'll be Davis back deep, and I believe that is, I think it's number, gosh, I wish I'd have brought my binoculars. That's number five. That's number five, four. Yeah, that is Roddy back deep for the Golden Eagles. And Alcoa is going to take a timeout. We'll stay right here, though, as we're approaching halftime. And it will be the Whitlock and Company PC halftime show. So stay tuned for that. You'll get your, your full load of dunkles. As I'll step aside, take a break, try to find a fan somewhere, and come back for the second half of the Twin City Certified in Marable Game of the Week. And it looks like it's going to be a deep kick this time as Bacon Lauderback takes the full steps. Now he's just going to squib it to the right, and it's going to be picked up and falling on it, the 30. And uh, they may give, yeah, 3.6 seconds. They're not going to say any time ran off the clock. So that'll just be a long heave. And if I'm Martin, I don't know if I want to come out and do it. <laughs> I mean, he has taken a complete beating here in the first half heave. And yeah, he may just want to hand this off to a running back, Marty. <laughs> and in their division, Heath, uh, Ray County should be pretty good this year. And you don't want to get, you know, all your starters banged up. And he comes on the field, and he is extremely gimpy. Well, he's taking a lot of licks tonight, Marty, and it doesn't get any easier next week as they will face 4A state champion Elizabethan. And the snap, the give, just right up the middle to the fullback. That's number 44. He has probably a pretty good average per carry tonight. And that'll do it for the first half. And in the Twin City Certified Game of the Week, as Alcoa will take a 41-6 lead into the locker room. And when we come back, we'll have the Whitlock and Company PC halftime show with Heath Dunkel, Scott Dunkel, and Trevor Dunkel coming your way. The Triple D back after this. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com.
Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things big orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at curacoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. El Jimador Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD. 
which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. halftime show here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel as we bring you this halftime show at Alcoa Stadium, Goddard Field, Bill Bailey Stadium as the Alcoa Tornadoes lead the Golden Eagles of Ray County 41-6. to And Scott, the score not necessarily indicative of what we've seen in the first half because we've seen some penalties, we've seen a little bit of jitters, We've seen some fumbles, almost interceptions, and we've seen a little bit of clock shoot off because of the wing T offense. But surprisingly, despite all of that, it's 41 to 6 Alcoa. Yeah, exactly, Heath. And, you know, like you talked about, almost interceptions have been a couple of times Ray County's come really close, mm -hmm. as you've talked about a little bit, just a little bit slow in, in the delivery on some of the passes. Um, but, you know, Alcoa's offense. You get those corners and you get those speedsters and they're taking off and they're getting all over the place. Uh, Ray County with that wing tee, like you said, is chewing up a lot of clock. The thing is, is that's not an offense that can come back from being basically 35 points down right now. So Alcoa is doing an excellent job offensively. Defense struggled a little bit in the first quarter to kind of really get their feet. And, you know, this is the first time they've really played somebody that counts in you know, in the season here. So Ray County, and, and I don't care who you are, Ray County's winning team is going to give you problems. Certainly is. And, and a team, Scott, that doesn't have a lot of scrubs on it. 10-2 and two last season. Right. Um, and they've got a very talented head coach as well in Mark Pemberton, who has been a winner everywhere he's gone. Uh, before coming to Ray County in 2013, led Brentwood to an 11-2 and record. And before that, a few years before that, in 2008, led Knoxville Catholic to a 15-0 and record and a state title. So they've got a very good coach on that side of the football. He knows what he's doing. I had an opportunity to kind of watch some film on some interviews of him earlier this week, and he was talking um, in, in one video that I watched, Scott, about playing Alcoa and then Elizabethton to start off the season. And what he said was, you know, it's going to be two tough opponents we face. Um, we didn't set ourselves up to, for a cakewalk here, but these two teams are really going to help prepare us and propel us towards the rest of the season. Right, and, you know, these, these two games are not counting against district. Mm -hmm. So they still have a lot of district play, obviously, this being week one anyway. Yeah. And, of course, Elizabethan. But like the coach said that, you know, these are going to be some good tests. Get a good idea about where your team's at. And let your team understand that, you know, yeah, we went 10-2 and two last year. I believe lost Oak Ridge in the uh, playoffs. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if we want to get past that, we've got to be able to play with these people. Whether it be Alcoa, whether it be Oak Ridge, whether it be Elizabethan, you know, you're going to have to play with these teams. Yeah, lost in the second round of the 5A playoffs to Oak Ridge last year. And uh, coming into this season, really leaning on that veteran line's leadership with four returning starters and a group that averaged over 222 yards a game in 2020. But what's hard is playing against a team like Alcoa with a lot of team speed. They've found more success, Scott, 
in the air because Alcoa's got a young secondary this season. They've been able to get them to bite on a few plays and get them to do some things down the field. Alcoa started to clean some of that up as the first half went along. Um, but I think overall, um, we, we see them trying to learn, trying to grow, develop. You see Caden Martin wishing he had uh, maybe a stronger rib protector after all the hits he's been taking. But one of the things that really stood out to me, Scott, about this Alcoa defense, this young defense, is they may be learning they're going to take their licks, but there's a lot of sophomore names we've been bringing up, which excites me about the future of Alcoa. Oh, yeah, definitely. And just looking at... Um, this being the first game, you already put 41 points on a good team. Um, Ray County is not a slouch. They're a really good team. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that the good barometer for the offense anyway, defense is doing well, too. Just a little bit of struggles here and there. Um, like I mentioned earlier in the first quarter, several receivers just left wide open that were completely forgot about because your attention is so much on the running backs in that ring wing tee that you don't realize somebody slipped out behind you. So Alco is lucky that they've only given up six in that area. Absolutely. And and on the flip side, we, we talk about the Alco offense for a minute here before we take a break here on the Willock and Company PC halftime show. Offensively, we saw some flashes as Jordan Harris really making some big-time plays. Uh, Brennan Dugan making his name felt on the offense and defensive side of the football, the young sophomore Eli Owens, the freshman um, uh, son of Dustin Lindsay, made a big-time catch across the middle. Caden uh, Buckles has had a couple of nice runs, a couple of good throws, but um, the one area I think that he is going to learn from in regards to this game is he's had some beautiful throws, just a little too much air, which has allowed the right. defense some time to get to the football and break up a few plays. But, Scott, against a team like, oh, I don't know, let's say the Maryville Rebels, that's a pick six. Yes, it is. Yes. And like the one at the goal line, too, that was broke up by the safety. Um, he basically, as you mentioned, you know, he should have probably faked it, given the safety to pull up and let his player get behind the safety would have been a little bit easier, but that was readable. I mean, I was reading that play from here. Yeah, so, I mean, you got to get the ball in quick, but you also, like you just mentioned, you've got to look off the defense to give your player another step or two and more time to get that football before the defense arrives. And that'll be something he works on. Something I'm curious to see in the second half is, do we see junior quarterback Zach Lunsford, as we had anticipated both of these kids who played a lot last season coming into this year, probably being a two-quarterback system, rotating in and out. Buckles was the only one who played in the first half. So is it a half-by-half -half type of game? Does Coach Rankin want to see what Buckles can do for a full game and then flip it to Zach next week? We don't know. We don't know what that looks like just yet, right? But I'm, I'm really curious to see how the second half unfolds. Yeah, uh, definitely going to be very interesting. I, I think it would be nice to see Zach come in and, you know, get some playing time as well. Uh, uh, you know, we're going to be taking on Gatlinburg-Pittman next week, and speaking of Gatlinburg-Pittman, falling to Seymour yesterday in overtime. So, you know, they're going to be hungry to try to get back too. So Yeah, tough loss, a loss by one point to Seymour 14-13 in overtime last night. And, Scott, we'll talk about a little bit more of those scores in just a moment. We're going to take a break here on the Whitlock & Company PC halftime show in the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. 
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills, or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, And let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. We all come from many walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. Halftime Show. I'm Heath Dunkel here on 100.9 FM 
8.50 a.m. Rocky Top Sports Radio. Here with Scott Dunkel as Alcoa leads Ray County at the half 41-6. We just got done talking about what we saw in the first half. Some things we're interested to see in the second half. But now let's let our listeners know, Scott, what some other teams are doing tonight. Some local games in our area. Scoreboard updates. Right, Heath. And our neighbors just across the way a little bit, the Maribel Red Rebels, are taking on the Heritage Mountaineers. They're leading in the second quarter, 35-0. to zero. William Blunt is vers- or traveling to Clinton, I believe, tonight. They are actually falling behind 19-0. to zero. That is in the second quarter. All these scores will be second quarter updates. Boyd Buchanan is leading Greenback 21-0 to zero at this time. Regionally, Pigeon Forge is down to Hampton 14-0. to zero. Fulton Falcons are leading Austin East 14-0. Unicoi and Northview Academy are scoreless in the second. No update yet on West Green and our new um, Region 2-3A member Union, Union County um, at this moment. Again, Seymour defeated Gatlinburg Pittman 14-13 to in overtime last night. South Dole defeated Oak Ridge 28-20 to last night as well. At the moment, Gibbs is leading Halls in the second quarter 7-0. to Stone Memorial Panthers are leading the Lenore City Panthers 22-14. to Loudon is leading Saudi Daisy 6-0. to The Beavers of Carnes are leading the Hawks of Hardin Valley 14 to seven in the second, and the Mavericks of Anderson County are leading the Powell Panthers 28 to 21. That right now is the scores that we have so far at this point. We will update you again at the end of the game as well, let you know how everybody's doing again. The game here right now is Alcoa 41, Ray County six, we have just a short time left here before we will begin the second half. And I'll turn this back over to Heath for a second as we start to get ready. Well, some interesting scores, as you mentioned a minute ago, with Maryville leading Heritage 35-0 to and then William Blunt down to Clinton 19-0 to in the second quarter. Interesting with that, I mean, obviously not a, I don't, I don't believe a region game for them, but William Blunt moving out of the region with Maryville this season looking for hopefully what they thought were greener pastures. Right. But uh, already struggling out of the gate with a non-conference opponent, 19-0 to against Clinton in the second quarter. So a uh, tough one for them, well, tough one not. for Heritage with uh, losing 35-0. to But in the county, it's a little bit more expected when you play in the mighty Maryville Rebels. Well, and as you mentioned, too, you know, about William Blunt getting out of the same region with Maryville, Heritage getting out of the same classification as both of them, dropping to 5A this year. Correct, but still choosing to yes. play Maryville, which we can appreciate as we like to see the county schools play each other. Uh, we're glad we get to still play Maryville every season as well as uh, the buzzer sounds, and it looks like in just a moment we'll be getting players back on the field and getting ready for the start of the second half as we bring Marty Millsaps back on the headset. And Marty, uh, we'll see. We talked about it on the halftime show just a minute ago. Will Zach Lunsford get an opportunity here in the second half? Yeah, he should. I, I thought he would have got some reps in the first half, but that's just me. I was wrong. Did, did I hear where you said William Blunt was losing 19 to nothing? 
And Marty, as these teams are getting ready, before we wrap up this halftime show, we'd like to read off Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Brought to you by Windy City Grill. You can go on Facebook on Two Hype Sports and on Twitter at Two Hype Sports to answer this question. And the first one to answer it correctly will win a Windy City gift card. Let us know. We'll tell you if you're correct and we'll message you about how you can pick that up later on. Here is the question. Alcoa has started off the season with tough competition over the years, ranging from Blackman to Knox Webb to Middlesboro of Kentucky. However, it has been over a decade since Alcoa has started the season 0-1. What was the last team to beat Alcoa on the opening night? In what year did it happen? Again, we will post out on Facebook, on Twitter, just a moment. Please go on there. First one to answer will win a Windy City gift card. And here we go. All right, we are getting ready to start the second half of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Marty Millsaps back in the booth with you along with Heath Dunkel, Scott Dunkel, Trevor Dunkel, and our intern, Dan the Man Bratton. He's got some good uh, video that we'll share on social media later, so make sure you look that up. Uh, did a really good job with some footage uh, on the sideline earlier in the first half and looking forward to working with him this year and as we get into the second half i'd like to give a uh, couple of social media shout outs secret safe place for newborns in tennessee social media shout outs and that is to my son jackson millsaps who's listening at my parents house tonight jimmy and carlotta i'd like to say hello to them and and an old friend of mine that i used to work with at athletic house and i guess we both come of age if you will back in those days and that is uh, Scrapper Campbell, and he's listening up in Ohio. Scrapper, thanks for tuning in, and, and yes, it is once again football time in Tennessee when you hear my voice on the air. And uh, thanks, Scrapper. I appreciate it. Hopefully we can bump into each other soon. And the kick is going to be short, angled, end over end, fielded at the 28 by number five. That is Roddy, and Roddy gives up ground and is tackled all the way back to the 25-yard line. And there on the play of the tackle, once again, is Dugan, number 18, for the Tornadoes. And he is looking sharp. And once again, there's another player injured for Ray County. And it looks to be Roddy, the man that brought the – and he's holding his, his leg. He's, he's not uh, – he twisted his ankle or he's blown out his knee or something or he's cramping. I'm not sure. It's – one of the three, so we'll see soon. I think it may be his ankle they're looking at. So, and he's in, he's in some pain. He is in a lot of pain as he's squirming on the turf as they work on his ankle. Let's take a Lee Franks a volunteer home mortgage timeout, and we'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right after this. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville.
Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And on the first play from scrimmage, the fullback from <laughs> thanks, Heath, from Ray County takes it up the gut, picks up about six yards, and he's had a nice evening this evening. <coughs> Excuse me, and a fumble on the snap it looks like, or on the exchange, and it is picked up by number four for Ray County. That's Carr. Looks like they've changed quarterbacks, Heath, and the change at quarterback has led to uh, exchange mishap and a fumble and a loss of a few yards on second down. And now it will be Ray County staring at a third down and a long six. And well, Marty, Caleb Martin took Caden Martin <coughs> took a lot of hits in the first half and. Uh, certainly not worth losing him for the season in the first game of the year against a non-conference opponent. So he may just be a little banged up, and now they're giving someone else an opportunity. And Carr gives the ball once again to number 44, who's gotten his line share of the carries. That's that's Hunter Crow, And he has done pretty well on the ground tonight for the Golden Eagles. He doesn't exactly right there. He'll lose uh, about a yard on the uh, – we'll say he gains a yard on the on the carry. It's going to be fourth down and five, and that will force the punting unit out for Ray County. And number doing the kicking now will be Cole Ruling, and he'll be placing Martin, the quarterback, who was very gimpy at the end of the first half. And I think they're just trying to keep him from getting uh, further injured. And Ruling – Shanks it. Nothing different. Um, this kick's going to go about 11 yards, 12. We'll say 12 yards officially on the kick or the punt from ruling. And Alcoa will set up in good field position at their own 42-yard line. And you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. 
Um, Heath and the rest of the Dunkles doing a great job on the Whitlock Company PC halftime show. And uh, once again, thank you to Carico Construction for sponsoring the kickoffs this year. And it is Zach Lunsford in now at quarterback for Alcoa. Takes the snap. He looks. He throws quickly out to number four of the Tornadoes. He makes a good move. And that's Jamal Williams, and he will he's hurt too. He got tackled around the shin, and he's not feeling very well either. And I don't know if it's cramps. Looks like a cramp. Yeah, those hurt, Heath. You know you've had some, and you get those the first game of the year. He gets a nine-yard reception, and then he's paying the price as he's trying to work out some cramps now as he is on the turf here at Goddard Field. And let's hope we don't get a lot of those as the clock stops. With the injuries, there's 8:21 left now in the third quarter. We're under mercy rule, and it's 41 to six, Alcoa. As Williams hobbles off, and he's really struggling. Heath. Well, Marty, you wonder too with the change at the time, starting a little bit earlier too, and the heat. You see cramps early on in the season, anyways. But moving the games up early, this early in the season to seven, if you'd see a little bit more cramping and injuries tonight. And the give to number 25, that's DJ Foster, the senior bus straight ahead. And it goes inside there, goes to the 30. That'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down for the Tornadoes as they continue to move the football now with less than 7.45 left to go in the 30, or third quarter, and it's Alcoa 41-6 in the lead over the Golden Eagles of Ray County. And Lunsford in a quarterback and a shotgun again, and it's... He mishandles the snap, and he'll just fall on the ball at the 40. So I think he was looking downfield a little bit too early, and once again, there is some of those first-game jitters from the junior quarterback. Snap a little low that time for number 11 to it try was. to corral that. And so luckily, though, doing the right thing, not trying to be a hero here, pick it up and trying to make something happen, just fall on the football, protect it, and keep his <laughs> offense on the field. And once again, one of the hardest workers in the offseason was Zach Lunsford. And uh, there'll be two receivers left, one to the right. And once again, it will be Foster, the lone setback, as Lunsford hits his target on a short down and out. That's Major Newman, number three, at the 35-yard line. So Lunsford on target with his first pass, or second pass. He's now two of two. And it's going to set up a third down and 15 after the fumble. And Lunsford will lead the Tornadoes to the line of scrimmage. He'll once again be in the spread. He'll have two backs with him in the backfield. And he'll hit, send three receivers, two to the right, one to the left, one of the form of freshman Eli Owens. And it's going to be Lunsford. He's going to roll left. There's going to be a hold. This play's coming back. There's going to be two holds. And Lunsford running for his life and then basically runs out of bounds. He's short of the first down. And I think possibly... The Golden Eagles may decline this penalty and see if Alcor will punt or go for it. And I think they take it because Lunsford picked up decent yardage and Alcor would have it probably fourth and four, fourth and five. But this one's coming back. Actually, um, Golden Eagle got his helmet thrown off or taken off on the play. So this will move it. I don't know if that's going to be a face mask or if they will just have the a hold call. 5.35 and counting now. It's 
They're going to have a uh, hold against Alcoa. That'll move the ball back to the 50-yard line or midfield. And still 41-6 to Alcoa on the Twin City Certified and Maryville game of the week. And it's going to be third down and 30. They've got to get to the 20-yard line to pick up a first down. Lunsford can definitely air it out far enough if his offensive line will give him the time. And Lunsford with a quarterback draw runs over a player at the 40 and then two more at the 35, and he bulls his way down to about the 33-yard line. It'll be well short of a first down, but once again, Heath, I think Alcor will go for it here on fourth down and 13 from their own 33-yard line. Yeah, much more manageable yardage here at fourth and 13 versus fourth and about 23. Good run that time by Lunsford. And uh, good job lowering the helmet and taking a few more yards with him. We talked about the work he put on in he put in in the offseason. Well, Marty, he put on a little weight as well to add some more size to that frame, so he could run the football this season more when Rankin needed him to. He has indeed. He's he's big now. He's he's about a buck ninety, buck ninety five, and growing. So. He takes a snap. He looks. He looks. He looks. He's got a receiver downfield. He throws it into triple coverage. Oh. And almost caught by D.J. Foster, the halfback. He had maybe receiver open in the left flat, but went over the middle, and uh, the coverage converged, and Foster almost did an excellent job pulling that one in. And Foster goes... He's 6'2", and he used all that frame and his long arms to almost pull that football in. That will turn the ball over on downs now to Ray County, and they will now have the ball first and 10 from their own 34-yard line. And there's another player down, Cramps. And as you said, Heath, we don't normally see a whole lot of these, uh, but the game started earlier, so the temperatures are going to remain hotter throughout the contest. Now, I'm not sure why they did it. Yeah. Um, I really don't. I mean, it was it was hard for, well, if I hadn't forgot the equipment, <laughs> I would have been here on time. But still, uh, you know, it was, I got here about 6.12, or normally if I get here at 6.12, we've got 48 minutes before we have to go on the air. Um, I don't know how it's affected some of the parents and whatnot, but um, regardless, kickoffs this year will be at 7 p.m. throughout the season, including the playoffs. They normally move them up at the playoffs anyway, um, but I I'm, I'm really don't understand moving them up during the regular season, especially when you've got two games you play in August. Yeah, a lot of cramps because of that heat. Marty especially playing a little bit earlier before the sun really started going down, and um, you're seeing it even more so now <coughs> as players are starting to – their bodies are really starting to take a toll – and we're down throughout the night. So um, another kid going off the field because of cramps and more rotations into the ball game as you definitely need depth during this time of the year. The give will go to number 23. That is, no, it's 22, the other Davis. For um, That is Briley Mayberry with the yes. carry for Ray County. And Thank that'll you. be about a six-yard gain on the run, so second and fourth. 31 and 32 are the Davis boys. I think they're twins, and they're both in 10th grade. <clears throat> However, that was Mayberry. And it will be second down, a good pickup of about six yards on the carry, and it will be Ray County with about four yards, 
we'll see a short four to pick up a first down. They give it Loses to, the ball. He does, and it is picked up by Alcoa, or at least that's what gentleman Cornette has told us. And Alcoa it is, and guess who's on the spot again, Heath? Dugan. Nice. Dugan picks up the fumble, and, you know, we're going to have to start talking about, is that Dugan or 16? That's number 16? Yeah, that's 16. I apologize to him and his parents. That is Garrison Stevens, and he's a freshman. So it looks like that'll be Alcoa Ball. He'll stay out there offensively. It was Dugan. It was Dugan, okay. <laughs> Just hard to tell. And then once again, my binoculars would have helped out too. But regardless, it will be Alcoa Football. Lunsford still in the game at quarterback. Works from a shotgun. Almost a bad snap again. And can't get the handoff, so he takes it up the middle himself. And Heath, he'll pick up about six Almost seven yards on the carry, and, and that size is really paying off because he's moving the huddle the uh, moving the huddle forward. A lot of miscues up front, causing some confusion. Quarterbacks and running backs and some receivers <clears throat> not on the same page. Just all around some some uh, things that need to be worked out, but you're going to see this in a, in a game like this. First game of the season, everyone's excited. Everyone's juiced up. You've got players run, rotating in and out. There's a lot of things to learn, and they'll definitely walk away from this with a lot of things to practice throughout the week. Good move in the backfield by number 23, then breaks a tackle. That is Shannon Salter. He's a freshman, and it looked like he was going to be gobbled up and dropped in the backfield, and he makes a move, and then Heath, he picks up, oh, I guess maybe two yards down to the – and there's a timeout, and there's another cramp on the field. Let's, uh, let's get some – advertisers in at this moment. Let's take a 60-second break, and we'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified and Maryville Game of the Week. Alcor leads 41-6. to CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guarantee. Welcome back to Goddard Field. And while we were away, Alcoa got whistled for a false start. And that will cost them five yards from the previous spot. And it'll instead of being about third and four, it's going to be about third down and nine. No, they're marking it off against the Golden Eagles. So I beg your pardon. He motioned towards the tornadoes and, and called a false start. I still think there's some confusion going on. And actually, that'll bring play to a halt in the third quarter with Alcoa leading 41-6 to on the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. Let's take a 60-second break, and we'll be back with more action here at Goddard Field after this. 
Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O Construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind. WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Goddard Field and Alcor Lunsford once again in the shotgun. He's got has three receivers. One to the left, two to the right, and a tailback and Salter, the freshman, with him in the backfield. And they're just now waiting for the official to whistle for the play. It'll be third down and inches. <clears throat> and the, the new the new offense, I understand the spread, all that stuff. It's great. I just hate seeing teams line up in a shotgun when it's third down or any down and a couple of inches. And the officials, there's still, there's still some, they're going to say it's first down now. So the officials say it's now first down and the clock will start to begin the fourth quarter. Alcord leads 41 to 6 and it's Lunsford in a shotgun and uh, almost a hold there. Lunsford throws it out and good coverage that time by the Golden Eagles as, as the ball hits the hands that time of number 17. Dawson Sweetland. That is Dawson Sweetland, a sophomore end. That will um, that'll go incomplete, but he did, did get his hands on it, but was took a pretty good lick from behind, and as he did so, he coughed up the ball or the ball went through his hands. Shotgun, two backs, this time with Launchford, one flanked on a chip. Crossbuck, give the salt to the freshman. Takes it upfield inside the 30, down to about, he's really close to the 25. We'll say just shy of that. It'll set up third down and a long five short six. And we'll say, we'll say, uh, sh we'll say a long six, actually. As the ball is going to be marked at the 26-yard line, and there's now 10:50 left to go in this contest. As I said on the scoreboard, Alcoa leads 41 to six, and the scoreboard is brought to you by Bliss Air. And I would love to have an air conditioning unit in the press box. It's got to be 90-something degrees up here, Heath. Yeah, it's pretty hot, Marty. <laughs> hey, don't call the best color analyst in the game for no reason. <laughs> And there was another penalty that time. Offsides on Ray County again. So they're just giving up the yardage like it's Christmas here in the second half. Alcoa tried to get him to jump that time, Marty, and it worked. As now it brings up a third and short. Two receivers to the right and a tight end to the left. Two backs and a new back in the game. That's number 21. 
and that is Jules Scales. He's a sophomore, and he takes it forward to about the 18, and that places the ball inside the common sense pest control red zone and will be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Scales is one of the players with a big time hit on the quarterback earlier that led to a fumble and then Cornette running it in for a touchdown at the end of the first half. Salter the freshman gets the give and once again another uh, big hole. I didn't see a hole there but he takes it into pay dirt untouched from the 18 but there's laundry on the field and this one will come back as we get to see a little of the new lots that Josh Stevens has installed here at Goddard Field. Some of the uh, college type strobe lots that uh, a lot of the teams have and, and that'll be for naught as they shut those things down quick. Instead of going for an 18 yard touchdown, there'll be a five yard or a 10 yard penalty back to the 28 yard line. Heath, we got to start talking about the player of the game and we do have a new sponsor for that this year as well. And it is the Smoky Mountain Axe House. And uh, we're looking around, and, and we'll, 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 we'll name one soon. And we'll, we'll take a next break we have, we'll discuss it. We'll let you know who's going to get the plaque for the game of the week. And that was made by Goatees there at Alcoa. Lunchford looks, looks, looks. Got all the time in the world. Now he's going to tuck, and he's got some room. Good eyes from Zach Lunsford, and he's able to shake one tackle and run out of bounds at the 22-23 yard line. It'll be second down and about 14 from that point, but a good job of Lunsford to avoid the rush, scamper out left, and get out of bounds. Seven minutes, 55 seconds left in the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. <clears throat> You're listening to Two Hop Sports here on Rocky Top Sports Radio, WKVL. It is Lunsford in the shotgun. He will give to Salter, who once again just stops in his tracks, tries to do a Tony Dorsett pirouette to the outside and is dropped for a loss, and will set up a third down and long from the 28-yard line. They've got to go to the nine, so it'll be third down and 19. Well, Marty, uh, I don't know if any of them got to tune in. It sounds like they didn't get to tune in like they wanted to completely, but my softball team had a game tonight at Everett, and uh, the Trash Pandas came away with a victory. So congratulations to my team, and uh, good job winning, and I'll see you on Tuesday. Trash Pandas. It's also in a minor league affiliate for the <coughs> Angels. I did not know that. Quick pass and catch from Lunsford to... Is that number six? Number five, Colby Bledsoe, the number. senior wide receiver with a big catch. And a nice job and a beautiful pass and catch that time from Lunsford to his receiver, Bledsoe. And uh, he played really well at times last year as well, Heath. And Marty Colby Bledsoe, a young man I got to do a senior spotlight on this offseason on two hype sports and got to learn a little bit about Colby after school Marty he wants to go to college and become a teacher and uh, he said one of his biggest influences that he wants to mimic his teaching style after coach Nix excellent dr. coach Nix and a high snap to Lunsford he takes a snap and rumbles down I think he picked up the first down with his forward progress but I don't think they're going to give that to him 
he easily, I thought, picked up the first down, but after he gets pushed back, they're going to say he's short, and that will turn the ball over on downs to Ray County. And there'll be about five, 35, five and a half minutes whenever Ray County snaps the ball on this possession. They still trail, as I said, 41 to 6 on the Bliss Air scoreboard. And um, any more scores from around the county? The Maryville Heritage score, William Blunt? No scoreboard updates at the moment, Marty, but we will make sure we get those to everyone. If not now, we will be doing that in the postgame show. And a good run. Fighting are the Golden Eagles as it was number 22. Once again, that is Mayberry. And the sophomore picks up a first down for the Golden Eagles with five minutes left to go. Alcoa impressive in their first game of the season. And that clock continuing to run as it is. Mercy roll 41 to 6. Alcoa leads. And here comes Ray County again with the freshman quarterback in after starting quarterback, the sophomore Caden Martin, taking a lot of licks in the first half. Caused him to miss the second, and hopefully that young man is okay and resting up as they'll have another big opponent next week as Ray County takes on the Cyclones of Elizabethan at Elizabethan. So two weeks in a row, Marty, that Ray County has to travel. And um, one thing, though, they are thankful for when it comes to their travel plans is that they didn't have to go to Kentucky this Ugh. week as they were supposed to play up in Corbin. And Alcoa fans know that name quite well as we were up there for a few years for a Kentucky kickoff classics. But, Marty, interesting story. The reason they canceled playing Corbin this season was because Kentucky – decided to allow seniors a fifth year of eligibility due to COVID. So because of that, seniors in high school last season had an opportunity to come back and play football one more year, and Ray County did not want to line up against 19-year-old football players, so they decided to drop out of the Classic, stay in closer into town, and travel to Alcoa. So do the football players, do they actually come after college classes or after work and practice? To be honest, I, I don't know, Marty. I don't know all of the regulations that fall into that. I would assume you don't have to go back to school again, but I, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. It's going to be really interesting to see. That is Kentucky, after all. And to give to number big number 44 right up the middle, he has had a good night this evening, and he runs hard, Heath, and he's, he's really impressed me. And just a good player in Hunter Crow. The only thing I really like about Kentucky are the Wildcats and Justified. You ever seen the show Justified? Justified, great show. Wildcats, uh, not so much. Don't tell McKenzie <laughs> I said that, though. Don't tell who? <laughs> Don't tell McKenzie I said that. I know, right? <laughs> Alcor will be a home again next week as they host Gatlinburg-Pittman, who were losers last night, to Seymour. So if you get beat by Seymour and you've got a trip planned to Alcoa, it can't be a good week of practice ahead of you. As number 22, Mayberry, gets the give, he tries to go wide left, and you're not going to outrun the Alcoa defense. And he is upended and drop for no gain. It'll be third down and seven now with 2.15 left to go. <clears throat> and it looks like we may not 
be able to take a break before the post-game show, the Everding Orthodontics post-game show. So uh, we will name the player of the week, and we'll try to get Dan the man to get the ball, the plaque, down to one of the coaches so they can give it to our player of the week at the post-game show. Dan the intern. Dan the man the intern. And uh, there's time out on the field, so we will get to talk about this, and we'll name a player of the game after this 30-second break. Back with more of the Twin Cities Certified and Maribel Game of the Week after this message. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. been discussing feverishly who the player of the game is and we're going to announce that after this play from scrimmage by the Golden Eagles as they take the snap the freshman fakes it on a give a number 44 once again the big guy Crow up the middle and it looks like he's going to score and he does he takes the ball the distance and hits the maroon rectangle and he that stops the mercy rule with 139 left to go in the game. Well, Marty, just enough time for Alcoa to see if they can practice a two-minute drill and take the team down the field and maybe put some points back on the board to finish out this ballgame. Indeed. And, Heath, would you like to name the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game? Yeah, Marty, we're going to give it tonight to number 56, the 5'9", 185-pound linebacker, only a sophomore, Braden Cornett played really big tonight for his age, made a lot of key stops, and had a fumble recovery taken back for a touchdown. And it will be <clears throat> ruling on now for the extra point, the freshman quarterback, Carr, to hold, and the kick is up and doing, and the score is now 41-13 to 13, as we will now wait for the kickoff. Let's take a 30-second break, and we'll be back with more of the Twin Cities Certified and Maribel Game of the Week. After telling you the score is Alcoa 41, Ray County 13. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Alcoa 41, Ray County 13. Ray County just scored a moment ago in a big-time run by the sophomore running back, number 44, Hunter Crow. And now they are kicking off to Alcoa 
which will probably be the last kickoff of the game. And Alcoa, will they may run a few plays here to run the clock and finish it? Or, heck, they may try a two-minute drill to give their team some practice in week one. I have a feeling, though, Marty Nolan Rankin, he may try to just run it a few times and call it a game. Yeah, they had number 12 there to uh, bring the ball or return the ball for the Tornadoes. He does so out to about the 21, and that is Eli Graff, another freshman. 5'7", 145, that's more of a freshman size. You know, not number 44, that is Eli Owens, who is 6'3", 220. <laughs> My gosh, they build them big. <clears throat> and as you said, that is Duck Lindsay's son. Very and, talented young man, Marty. So is that Salter kid. We're going to hear his name a lot more over the years as he's in the backfield right now with Lunsford to his right and Jules Scales to the left. And Lunsford takes a snap, just going to hand the ball up the middle, Another running back in the game. I can't tell what number it is. It may be. I think that is Scales, number 21, but we'll see right here. Nope. Um, they're gonna, that is actually Marty, number 15, Jawan Goins, the sophomore running back who gets an opportunity to, and a carry. I thought it was 12, but it is 15. Goins, and like that, there's 25 seconds left, and Alcoa does not have to snap the ball again. That's going to be it. The final score is going to be 41-13 to 13 Alcoa here at Goddard Field, although I do believe they are going to snap it. They do, and they're going to look. They're going to go a quick pass out to number 17. He'll get his name on the stats. That's Dawson Sweetland, and the sophomore makes a catch and picks up about, they're going to say 22, so the 22, it's about a seven-yard game. And Marty that Dawson Sweetland, Sweetland, the son, offensive coordinator David Sweetland. Uh, exactly. And that's going to be it. As I said, at the Twin City Certified Game of the Week, it's Alcoa 41, Ray County 13. Alcoa starts off 1-0 on the new season, and we will host Gatlinburg-Pittman next week. That's a region game here at Goddard Field. This is Marty Millsaps. I'm going to step out. We're going to go to the Everding Orthodontics post-game report. And I'll see you next week, but you'll get a big steady diet of the Triple D post-game report right after this. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years. Everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees. For a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412. 
or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. We all come from many walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel as your final score here at Alcoa High School. The Tornadoes 41, Ray County 13. A nice ball game tonight, Scott, for Alcoa as they dominated uh, the ball game, but it took a while. It took a little, some bumps and bruises along the way, some things we talked about at halftime too, where you, you, were, you couldn't believe the score because... 
there was a lot of mistakes, a lot of penalties. Alcoa actually didn't score in the second half because of penalties. I believe it was 41-6 to at the half. Ray County's the only team to score in the second. Right. Now, Mercy role played into some of that, right? That continuous clock moves pretty quick. But um, I think for a first game, you take it. You take the win against a very tough wing T offense. A lot to learn from, though, especially on the offensive side of the football as the offense that you thought was going to be the bread and butter of this team kind of puttered off and on. Yeah, a little bit, Heath. Just um, struggled a little bit with rushing. We did get some big plays that really helped a little bit. Passing um, 11 of 16 for 152 yards. Kind of snuck those in a little bit because we seemed to struggle a little bit in the passing game. The good thing for Alcoa, especially the Alcoa defense, is the odds of us seeing the wing tee offense again this year are pretty, pretty thin. So Alcoa definitely um, was able to get away and get through this one with a good Ray County team and a very good and um, interesting offense. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, the, the dual quarterback system, that was interesting to see this week as we were kind of curious what that was going to look like, Scott, is uh, would they rotate every every um, possession? Would they rotate every two or three? Would they rotate quarterly? Tonight, they rotated by half, and that yes. I thought that was interesting. Um, but I thought you saw some struggles and some opportunities for both, some things for them to work on um, and hopefully correct before next week. And also the offensive line some some rooms for opportunity as well as a, a couple holding penalties tonight something Rankin does not want to see moving forward that's right Heath definitely they just uh, a few things that need to be tweaked a little bit and um, you know it'll come along again first game it's a little hard to um, kind of get your feet just a little bit but you know when we get mid-season they'll definitely be clicking right along Absolutely. And, Scott, I think you've got some stats for us if you want to go over a few key stats from tonight's ballgame. Well, hey, just a little bit. Again, these are unofficial stats. As um, um, we have Alcoa has had 37 plays from scrimmage, 282 yards of offense from scrimmage, 436 um, basically yards from all-purpose yards. Zach Lunsford, 4 of 6, 55 yards. Caden Buckle, 7 10 for 97 with a touchdown. Rushing tonight, Caden rushed 8 times for 41 yards. Zach, 5 times for 17. Edie Salter, 5 times for 46. Also, you had Jordan Harris, 1 run for 16 yards. Elijah Cannon, 4 rushes, 10 yards. And Derek Foster, 1 for 3. So Alcoa, again, you know, just taking it kind of slow, moving the offense a little bit at a time. Uh, Waterback had a really good night on extra points, was five of six on that as well. Again, Alcoa had a good night, 14 points in the first quarter, 27 in the second. Kind of slowed down a little bit after that. So Ray County had six points in the first quarter and seven in the fourth for a total of 13. So Alcoa wins tonight, 41-13 to over Ray County. Also add, as Heath had mentioned several times earlier, five penalties for 50, 53 yards. So kind of slowed Alcoa down. All right, Scott, thanks for those. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back here in just a minute, we're going to bring on our player of the game brought to you by Smoky Mountain Axe House. That was Braden Cornett. He'll be on the headset with us in just a minute. You're listening to the Rocky Top Sports and Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We'll be right back.
your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I'm Heath Dunkel and with me here on Two Hype Sports and Rocky Top Sports Radio, the sophomore linebacker, Braden Cornett. Braden, how you doing, man? Good, how about you? Doing great. Now, Braden... You were a name that this offseason some people were talking about. It was one that we talked about in our prep preview show at Windy City Grill before the season. I said, if there's a kid coming into his sophomore year, I think you need to look out for Braden Cornett because you got some opportunities as a freshman last season, especially on the kickoff team mm-hmm. where you really made your presence felt, getting down the field quickly, making big-time hits. Um, what was that opportunity as a freshman like for you? Uh, the opportunity was great. I really liked the opportunity to play as a freshman on kickoff. That was just a great big opportunity to play. Uh, so far on defense, too, that was amazing. I was just glad to play yeah and you've got a lot of speed and, mm-hmm. and it seems like some natural instinct as as well where you just really read the defense or really read the other team's offense know what to do um that that instinct is a little it's natural it's not all, not everybody has it right. what do you think helps you with that uh practicing a lot mm-hmm. like off season practice 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 during the season i still like do drills practice and over and over like if i have questions or anything go to coach nick mm-hmm. he'll tell me what to do and I just fix it next time around. Yeah. It's just it's a, like a big process. Yeah. Well, and Coach Nix is a name that I've heard a lot of, right, from mm-hmm. a lot of different people. When you ask who's a coach that's made a big impact on you, that's a name that a lot of young guys at Alcoa would talk about. What is it about Coach Nix and the defense he brings each and every week and the stuff he teaches you guys that prepares you to play the way you do? His intensity. Mm-hmm. I love his intensity. When the game week, his intensity before practice and after practice, during practice. It's always just a great opportunity to get coached by him. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good because when I mess up, he comes up to me or I'll come up to him and be like, hey, what do I need to do here? Mm-hmm. He'll coach me up. I'll fix the next play, and we'll just keep moving along. Absolutely. And 
another name I'd like to talk about tonight, Major Newman. Oh, yeah. uh, a big-time senior for you guys who played your all's position last year, right? Mm -hmm. Now has moved to the secondary to kind of fill that hole with Isaiah Cox now gone. But how much does he help having that senior leadership behind you, knowing he's got your back if you miss something? But also, how much does he help each and every week kind of coach up the young linebackers and you and Aaron Davis? Oh, man, he does a great job. When I have a question or something, I go to him first mm -hmm. or Coach Nick's. But he's a great leader. Yeah. I really like to go back there and talk to him, see what I did wrong, and then he'll coach me up. I'll fix it. He does a great job of that. Even yeah. we even like after a play, he'll come up to me and tell me what I did wrong from seeing it from that point of view. Mm -hmm. He'll come up and tell me, hey, just fit it like this or go across like this. Mm -hmm. He does a great job. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Got to love senior leadership and appreciate that a ton. And then let's talk a little bit about tonight. You made some big plays on the field tonight. Your first big-time start, right, uh, as a sophomore. So you got plenty of room to grow. We're mm -hmm. excited to see you over the next few years for sure. But one of the plays that stood out to us, and, and you and I talked about it a minute ago on the, at the break, was Jules Scales makes a big-time big sack. He thought the play was over, right? right? But the ball was loose. Mm -hmm. You saw it. You picked it up. You took it to the house for six. Number one, big-time defensive <laughs> touchdown for you. Yep. I'm sure that felt good. Oh, yeah. But – what was it? You know, Jules thought the play was over. How did you realize, wait a minute, no, it's still going on, and you you stayed with it? I didn't hear no whistles. So I just went right <laughs> for the ball just take it back. That's what the coaches say, right? Mm -hmm. Don't stop until you hear right. the whistle. So, yeah, big-time play. And is that your first defensive touchdown yes, on sir. the varsity level? Yes, sir. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, Thank man. You. Super excited for you and the season you're going to have moving forward in the next couple years. You're going to be a great talent here. And we at Two Hype Sports will probably have you on again. I am for certain. But before – we close. We have our new player of the game plaque this season by Smoky Mountain Axe House. And this is for you to hang up. Thank you. You're very welcome. Braden Cornett, thank you so much for your time this week. And, uh, guys, thanks for listening. We're on Facebook Live at the moment, so we appreciate everybody tuning in. Hope you enjoyed that. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back to close it here on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports Radio in just a moment. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. We are Windy City Grill and we brought Chi Town Taste to the 865. 
Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Show. I'm Heath Dunkel bringing you it live on Twin City Certified and Miracle Game of the Week in 100.9 FM WKVL. With me here on the headset, Trevor Dunkel, as we have just wrapped up Alcoa defeating Ray County 41 to 13. But now we'd like to tell you some maybe some final scores, some games potentially that are still going on, but keep you updated with some scores from around the area. Trevor, I'll let you take it away. Thank you, Heath. Um, and like you guys were talking about earlier, most of the uh, games are never done when Alcoa is done, except for Marable. <laughs> but uh, everybody else is always still playing because uh, how quickly we get through our games. But talking about Marable, uh, they, as we knew, were going to manhandle uh, Heritage tonight. Marable won that game 49-0. to Wow. Um, and moving uh, along within uh, Blount County, we also had William Blunt hosting Clinton. Not looking good for William Blunt. Uh, Clinton is leading 33-16 to 16 in the third quarter. Um, and then also another, I guess, Blount County-ish uh, team, Greenback, hosting Boyd Buchanan tonight. Uh, the Buccaneers of Boyd Buchanan uh, is owning that game 56-0. to zero. And Moving on to regional, and I think uh, Scott was talking about it earlier, we have some, uh, we lost some teams, we added a team, uh, so we have Union County in. This year, we lost uh, Kingston and Scott. Uh, but moving on with regional, um, looks like Hampton just scored against Pigeon Forge, so they're leading 20 to 14 in the fourth. Um, Fulton is beating Austin East 21 to zero. Unicoi County is taking on Northview Academy. Uh, Unicoi is leading 15 to eight in the second, um, and West Green is leading. Or, um, let me rephrase that. Sorry, Union County is leading West Green 16 to 10. Looks like uh, Northview and Union, who are both in our region, are taking on the other region that we would be playing in the playoffs. Hmm. So they're getting a little experience there. Yeah, for sure. Against Unicoi and West Green. Um, also, another uh, regional opponent, Gatlinburg Pittman, uh, lost last night to Seymour. Very close game. Seymour won 14 to 13. Um, and then some other uh, games of interest. We have uh, South Doyle uh, headed to Oak Ridge. Or that was last night, I apologize. South Doyle lost that game 28-20. to 20. That also was a really good game. You got to watch that. Um, and then looks like there might be a mess up online as uh, it's showing Gibbs is leading 139-6 to six against Halls. However, looking at 
gives his uh, Twitter account, which I assume is probably really up to date. Um, it's the end of the third right now. Uh, Gibbs is leading 19 to 13, so they don't have that 139 points, unfortunately. A lot closer than it was. Maybe the Coach T updaters from Gibbs. <laughs> um, I was really confused. If they had 139 points, I was like, they're a lock for state champions now. <laughs> um, and then moving on, a couple other local games. Uh, Lenore City hosting uh, Stone Memorial tonight. That is a very close game as Stone Memorial leads 22 to 21 and a half. Um, and then Loudon travel to Saudi Daisy. Loudon leading that 18 to 6 at the half. Um, and just a couple more. Uh, Carnes leading Hardin Valley 14 to 7, which is always interesting to see as Carnes uh, normally struggles yearly. Um, and then also uh, Anderson County travel to Powell. Anderson County is actually leading that game 35 to 28 at half. So we'll see if Powell will have a repeat of last year or be a little different. Well, and so that's a little bit of a surprising score. You said Anderson County's leading Powell right now, correct? And that's a, the halftime score because Powell, for big ball fans, have uh, Walter Nolan, the five-star defensive tackle on the line, who moved to Powell recently, has now joined them. And as a terror up front, you wonder what Anderson County's done to kind of neutralize him. Um, as he's a big-time player and a big-time Vol target for you Vol fans out there. We, we take Marty off the headset. We don't have to talk about Bama anymore, and we can move over to the Big Orange. But um, anyways, we'll quit talking about that. As the focus tonight was Alcoa, and Alcoa started the season 1-0 as they dominated and beat Ray County 41-13. to Great kickoff to this season, and uh, certainly glad to be back on the mic and with some incredible people here in the booth with me and Andy back at the studio. Next week, we will be here again at home as Alcoa will face the Highlanders of Gatlinburg-Pittman in their first game of region play this season. Marty Millsaps and myself on the call, Scott Dunkel on the statistical breakdown, and Trevor Dunkel with social media updates. You can catch us throughout the week, though. Monday morning quarterback on Facebook will be on uh, early Monday morning. You can catch that one on our Facebook page. Then throughout the week, updates about different things on 2Hype on Twitter and on Facebook. And also follow us on Instagram as we have revived that social media as well. But thanks so much for tuning in to the ball game tonight. I'm Heath Dunkel with Marty Millsap, Scott Dunkel, Trevor Dunkel, Adrian Harrell, and Andy back at the studio saying thank you so much for listening. And until next time, your final score, Alcoa 41, Ray County 13. We'll see you next Friday. And until then, so long, good night. And, yes, that just happened. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com.